It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? The NBA is finally back from the All-Star break. The Wizards play the New York Knicks tomorrow night. We're going to preview that and also answer a mailbag question. What is the Wizards ceiling for the rest of the year, given everyone is healthy, which is rare for the Wizards? But let's talk about it. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. Available to people worldwide, and they have a special offer for my listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash on. So NBA basketball is finally back, man. It felt like a little while, but it's finally back. I'm excited for the Wizards' first game tomorrow night against the New York Knicks. Friday night basketball. I'm excited. Uh, we got another mailbag question from Ben's on Twitter. His username is AD underscore 2083. He says, what is our ceiling for the rest of the year, given everyone stays healthy? What's your thoughts? Man, that's a good question. Shout out, man. Good uh, good question. <sighs> Let me say this, man. Um, what I saw from the first half is this, man. Um, this core with Bradley Bill, Christopher Zingas, and Kyle Kuzma, they are fun to watch. They play well together. They, I believe, looking at it, what can be an expectation for this team? I would say six seed. I think that if everything falls right, you know, no injuries, you know, no ISO ball working together, defense is on point, uh, coaching rotations with Wes, I think they can drive for a six seed. Now, I know I, you know, I get it. The Knicks, we're definitely going to challenge the Knicks. You know, the Knicks are playing well right now, but I'm not right now. We're getting back into basketball, but you know, overall, the season, the Knicks have played good basketball, man. Um, so we do have a few obstacles in the way, but I think that best case scenario, this is a six seed. Now, realistically, could we be looking at more of a seventh to the eighth seed? Maybe a play-in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just the same factors. What has bitten us in the first half? Well, defense has been, at times, very abysmal. You know, we had made strides in certain areas, man, but transition defense at all areas have been has been an issue all year. Um, looking at this matchup with New York, you know, paint defense. I, you know, I think that with Mitchell Robinson being on there, we're going to talk about the Knicks in a little bit. But um, transition defense, uh, defensive communication. You know, not not talking on the defensive end. Perimeter defense has been an issue. So defense has to be the name of the game if we want to drive towards a six seed. You know, um, three point shooting. You know, we we have made strides. Let's say that we, you know, at the beginning of the year, both of us have both said that we're not a very good three point shooting team, but they have shot the ball better. So I want to see more consistency from the perimeter. And three, man, another way that we could get to the sixth seed would be controlling the paint. You know, there's times when we don't control the paint, it leads to second chance points that leads to extending uh, tra- uh, not extending um, possessions. 
and leading to open shots for the other team. And the three-point shots have killed us in the first half. So I want to see more consistency with defending the paint. Look, Daniel Gaffin and KP, they can block. They can, you know, they can play at a high level in the paint. So I want to see more consistency. I think if we show up all three of these areas, man, I think this can be a six seed. But realistically, can, are we kind of looking at a seven to eight? Yeah. But I think that if all pieces fall into place, man, you could be looking at a six seed. Easy. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, there are some numbers where the Wizards are 15 and nine since uh, December. So, yeah, they're one of the top five hottest teams in NBA since Christmas. The Nuggets are number one at 21 and seven. The Celtics are number two at 19 and seven. The Sixers are 19 and seven since Christmas. The Bucks are 19 and seven in Christmas. And then, guess who? The Wizards are 15 and nine since Christmas. So, since Christmas, the Wizards have been playing good ball. And that's probably around the time where DeLon Wright got back. They went on the winning streak, the final game winning streak. Um, and other guys have stepped up since the trade deadline. Denny stepped up. Brad is starting to look like his old self, where he's looked more healthy. He's he was clutching the Minnesota game. He's been he's had he's hit some big shots here and there. Chris Stapps has been playing really well in the month of February. He's averaging 27 points per game in the month of February, seven boards, two assists, uh, 91% from the free throw line, and 48% from three in the month of February. So Chris Stapps has been playing his best basketball. Brad's been playing some of his best basketball all year. So health is a huge thing, like Ben said. They, they really have to stay healthy. They need DeLon badly. Um, you saw how the defense dipped when he had, when he went out. The defense has gotten better with him in there. Um, the the switch where West started Gafford and Porzingis, like you said, we got to control the paint. They've done better since that since they, those two have started together. Uh, that's a huge thing right there. Ball movement. Kuzma's found his role within the three, of course, uh, the solid three or, or big three, whatever you want to call them. They're starting to get their chemistry because we just haven't really seen them play much. But now they're starting to get their chemistry together and, and get a feel with one another. And they are they're they're playing well when they're when they're healthy. They're playing really well. Now you look at the other teams that they have to go up against the Hawks. They just fired Nate McMillan. Um, Trey Young is going to miss the game for personal reasons. Their next game. Um, also, John Collins is going to be out with a concussion. Uh, so you got some injuries on that side or just personal things going on with the Hawks. And, and I heard an interview with John Collins and he was like, you know, Nate McMillan wasn't the right guy because. They needed a guy that had a different coaching style. They're still developing and they're still young. I don't agree with what he said because they were supposed to be a playoff team before the season started. And now they're saying that they fired Nate McMillan because they they have young guys they want to develop. So they look like they're imploding, in my opinion. We're a half game behind them. The Miami Heat, they just I think they're going to get Kevin Love, which I don't think is going to make much of a difference, to be honest. Um, but they're 32 and 27. The Knicks are 33 and 27. And the next the schedule coming up, we're going to play a lot of the teams that we have to leapfrog. Um, you look at the Nets, of course, they lost KD, they lost Kyrie, but they're still a competitive team. So it is going to be hard to get that sixth seed. I do think um, the eight, I think I think they're going to get the eighth seed because, like I said, I think the Hawks are imploding and the Wizards right now, I think they're playing their best ball with their best chemistry. So you hit all the points, transition defense, three-point defense, three-point shooting has improved. Corey Kispert had a good game last game. If he can keep it up, that's huge. Um, Denny on the defensive side of the ball, DeLon Wright on the defensive side of the ball. We'll see if Jordan Goodwin gets minutes. But, of course, it's going to fall on the on the three, on the trio. It's going to fall on those guys. Can they stay healthy? Right now, Bradley Bill has knee soreness. So, who knows if he is, he's questionable for tomorrow night. So, can he stay healthy for a string of games? Uh, so, that's going to be huge. That's a good question with Ben's. But I think the answer to the question, I think the ceiling, yes. I think that is – I think it is the sixth seed. But it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be really hard to get it because the Knicks are a good team. And the Heat, every year they're a good team. But I do think the eighth seed is something that's super, super attainable with the Hawks look, looking like they're imploding right now. So, uh, but yeah, I would say the sixth seed is, is definitely the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail in the head with roles, man. But before I get into roles, it's like 
looking at the Knicks and looking at Miami, I think for the Wizards right now, if they want to solidify this solid three and really get people excited, they have to really make that the goal, man. Because, I, you know, we got to play these teams hard. Miami is time to show and prove. You know, it's, it's, it's enough with talk. It's time to show and prove and really show what this core can do. Because, you know, going back into roles and you hit the nail in the head, is everybody knowing the role. You know, Bradley Bill going back to being a scoring two guard and not really having to be an orchestrator and let the offense flow through KP and Kuz, I think is the best answer. Uh, letting DeLon be the leader of the second unit. Let him be the, the floor general for the second unit. Because if you look at it, he is the leader of the second unit. You know, with his defense, with his leadership, with his, you know, with his prowess in the court, man, let everybody fits into the role, man. I think we could definitely hit the six seed. But, you know, New York and Miami, they're playing good ball. You know, they're playing good ball. And, you know, if you look at Miami, they, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, man, <laughs> you know, Tyler Hero, he can score. You know, um, it's just, it, it's going to be tough. But I think that this is the time to really show and prove and really put a lot of people, make a lot of people quiet because, you know, this fan base is really split. You know, you have one side of the fan base is really getting behind the solid three and really, you know, thinking that they could do something. And then the other half is like, you know, they're very skeptical and they still think it's time to rebuild. So if you really want to put a lot of these haters and, and quiet them down, I hate to be the haters, man, because I'm a guy that says, look, I thought we should have rebuilt, man. So I'm not say haters. <laughs> Can I be a little hater sometimes? Yeah. But, uh, you know, to really try, I guess what I'm trying to say is to try to unite this fan base, man, and really get everybody to rally behind this group. You know, we have to really really beat these miamis and beat these teams like the new york knicks so yeah i think i'm with you man seven to eight seed i think is a good chance to get it but you know your reach should always you know you you should always reach higher and i think that a six seed you know i think that should be a realistic expectation and goal for us because i don't think we're going higher than six man you know the east is a beast and i just don't think we're ready to, to mess with the beast yet man so <laughs> yeah you get that six seed i'm not gonna say they're gonna beat the sixers but the sixers are just Always inconsistent when it gets to playoff time. Right now, they're they're losing at home to the Grizzlies, fifty nine to forty seven. Uh, not too long ago, they lost to the Magic at home as well. Uh, they did get the Magic back, but uh, and just looking at the Wizards' games coming up, they're they're playing teams that they're going to be looking in the face, like the Knicks. If they want to get that six seed, you're going to have to beat teams like the Knicks. You're going to have to beat the Knicks to leapfrog them. Uh, the Bulls, they're in the playoff race too. They're kind of imploding. Lonzo Ball is not. Not, uh, he's going to be out for the season. But they did pick up Pat Beverly, so it, it's going to be tough. You play the Hawks on Tuesday night. It was supposed to be on TNT, but they took that off. So you're playing teams that you have a chance to leapfrog to get that succeed. So the next couple of games are going to be pretty huge uh, for the Wizards. But like we said, chemistry, health is going to be huge. Um, Gafford, of course, playing his role. I think everybody knows their role right now, and they're doing it well. And the, and the chemistry is the best. Even Monte. Monte stepped up. He knows his role, too, just coming in knocking down some shots, facilitating, not doing too much. We kind of know what we're going to get from him. We're not going to get explosive play, but we know he's going to come in. He's not going to turn the ball over. DeLon, you know what are going to get from him. He's going to play defense, strap up. Corey's going to come in and knock down shots, and then you just need your your, your trio to step up and finish game. So, um, But we're going to get to some Bradley Bill comments, and we might revisit some of the hot takes that we had before the season started uh, that me and Brandon, we could kind of look back and just laugh at him a little bit. Uh, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Better Help. Uh, make sure you guys check out Better Help. This episode is brought to you by uh, Better Help. Um, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, Better Help is a great option. When I'm feeling down, I make sure that I use Better Help. I have to use it 
basically a lot of times after Wizards games when I'm feeling down, it's great therapy to get me back going. Uh, I like the exercise. I use that. To, I use exercise, exercising and just physical activity to um, get myself, get, get up for the day and get my energy up whenever I'm feeling down. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma as well. If you want to, if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on to get today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals, and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, so we're going to talk about Bradley Bill's comments here real quick. This is this was uh, an interview with uh, Mark J. Spears. Um, I got a couple – got the fan base upset. So I'm going to put up the article here really quick here. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, I think he did it a couple days ago, like two – or three days ago. Just bear with me while I'm pulling it up. I, I thought I had it, but just just remembering off the top of my memory, he said he has to be selfish, and this is something that he said multiple times. When I'm pulling up the quote here, I'm, I'm going to read it uh, verbatim. So the quote, he says, there comes a time where you have to be a little selfish and draw a line in the sand. Uh, but the full quote is, I'm patient. Um, so Mark J. Spears asked Bradley Bill, where is your patience level with the, with winning in Washington? Uh, Bradley Bill goes on to say, quote, I'm patient, but there comes a time where you have to be a little selfish and draw a line in the sand for sure. So I have thoughts in my head, but at the same time, I stay in the moment. I stay engaged with what we have and what we do and don't get caught up in noise. Just go from there. Take a day at a time. Control what I can control. Um, also, Mark J. Spears asked me, have you ever talked to players like Dame Lillard, Steph, Curry, like you, who, like you, have only played for one franchise or former stars who only played for one franchise, but about potentially being in one place your entire career? Uh, Brad also says, we all think the same. It's just our commitment to want to win where we're at. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. We're just trusting the organizations that drafted us. They put that trust in us. They continue to invest in us. And we're just trying to pay that back. We're trying to give them our all that we possibly can. And I love it, man. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I take pride in that. What are your thoughts on, on the quotes? Woo! Um, and I know, I know we talked about it a little bit of, uh, yesterday, man. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to keep it short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, man. I'm going to look at both sides. Um, mm-hmm. One side, you know, he just signed his third extension with his team. So he's been he's been here with John Wall. You know, you went through the John Wall era. You know, they're, they're trying to make him the guy. You know, he, he has shown loyalty. But 
So I'm not I'm not mad at that. You know, look, you know, he he has signed extensions here. This is his third one, man. So, you know, he has really tried to make it work here. But on the flip side, it's like he's not a, stu a stupid dude, man. He knows the salary cap. He knows how much he's making. And he knew that going into the Supermax, it was not going to be the easiest thing to surround him with talent. You know, it's, it's just not. It's not going to be easy. And he knows that. And so I, I get it, man. You know, it's, you know, and it's not like it used to be, I mean, you know, when we were growing up, man, you know, MJ outside of the Wizards two years, you know, MJ stayed with the same team, you know, Magic is synonymous with the Lakers, you know, Bill Russell, Larry, you know, everybody was their Boston royalty. So, you know, the, the, the era of, you know, staying with the same team is just not what it used to be. You know, if you look at, especially when you look at LeBron, man, you know, you've never seen a superstar who changed teams, you know, Kobe stayed with the Lakers, you know, so, you know, players moving is is a lot more often you know it happens a lot more often now and i get it man you know you know the ultimate goal which should be the ultimate goal for every player is to win the championship and you know look obviously it's not going to happen right now here in dc now i'm not to say that it won't um but right now we're just not there yet and i get it but does he have a publicist like <laughs> i mean like are, are you running these questions or these, these comments <laughs> through somebody like come on man like it's it's like yeah, we were talking about this before the episode, man. It's like it's like telling your uh your significant other, like, mm. look, I love you. I'm here, I'm in it to win it. But man, I'm still looking at the other side, man. Like, mm. you don't you yeah. trying to hear that. Like, right. <laughs> come on. I mean, and the timing is like right before the second half of the season. It's like, mm. come on, man. Like, he's he's gotta be more tech than that, man. I get it, man, from his standpoint. He's been here a minute. You know, and you know what he's second all time in scoring for the Wizards, man. You know, he he's got he's made a you know, if you look at the work he's done off the court, you know, we talk about John Wall a lot about the work he's done. You know, Bradley Bill's been out here plenty of work off the court, too. You know, Dead Caton courts over there near Howard. You know, mm -hmm. he, he's done things off the court. You know, he he's become synonymous with this with this community. And then, like you know, we said before, you know, Gilbert Arenas wouldn't known to be that guy. You know, but John Wall now, Bradley Bill, him picking up the slack to be that, that community ambassador, I dig it. But, you know... We just, you don't you don't want to hear that <laughs> you know we, we get it we just don't want to hear that so i i wish you would be a little more tact but i do get it man mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm basically with you he said this many times before where he's had to be selfish or the interview where he was like you know um no other teams were available so he picked the wizards so he just settled for the wizards because nobody else was out there um, you know, we both made we made the analogy with the significant significant other just making the Wizards feel like they're just the 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 girl that you just took because there was nobody else out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is you can you can look at it as a slap in the face of the Wizards organization because, you know, they, they gave him the quarter of a billion dollars. Um, so I'm just kind of when he makes these comments, you know, he's made it so many times where it's just like, you know, I just look at it and I just move on. Because, you know, what is he going to do about it? We just have to wait and see. If this year doesn't pan out, is he going to request a trade? Or next year, if it doesn't pan out, is he going to request a trade? But they're playing good ball. So, like you said, you would you would expect for him to, you know, say something different. Um, but I, I get what he's saying from an individual standpoint. But at the same time, it's like, you know, some of these interviews is kind of like, you know, you, you want to keep some of this in information to yourself. Like you said, a publicist. I mean, you, you just keep this close to the vest. And just roll with it right now because they are playing like 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 I just brought up the stat where they they're fifteen and nine since Christmas, they're playing good ball. Um, they've they're they've raised their defensive rating. Like he's he's been playing better ball. This is some of the best ball he's played uh, this season. Really, the pack because last year was a bad year for him. He's he stepped his game up for sure. So he he could really blame nobody but himself about last year. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, these comments, it's just, I'm starting to get numb to them. I really am. So, but I, I get, I get what he's saying too. So, you know, we, we just got to see him on the court, how he plays and how this pans out. Cause they're, they're only going to go as far as he really takes them. Um, and we'll see if they can add talent. All, if they do make the playoffs and the pick conveys and they can use one of those first round picks to get, you know, better talent here. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we'll see. Um, we have made strides. Like, like I said, shout out to Tommy. Mm-hmm. You know, the KP trade was money. Easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for Batons and Dinwiddie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, to, to be able to pick this guy up and him playing healthy and playing well, you know, good trade. A gaffer trade, another good trade. Um, so he's he's making strides to try to surround him with talent. Now, obviously, point guard going into the offseason needs to be the point of emphasis, man. We need a point guard who's going to open up the offense, who's going to drive the lane, who's going to clap these uh, defenses and really, you know, really uh, try to get fouls, man. But uh, 3 and D wing, I, I, it's not as high as a priority like it was because I'm not ready to give that title to Denny yet because I, I think he's still missing a three from the 3 and D. But I like the strides he has made since the Ruri trade. I like the energy. I like the progress with his game. But you know, we, we definitely have a little bit of work to go for us to really reach that point of being a contender, man. Because, you know, I get it. With the split in the, in the fan base, man, it's like this, man. And we both, we, we think very similar as far as our vision for this team. And, yes, I was a guy who believed that we, we need to go ahead and blow it up. But if this team is, is if this is the core they want to go going forward as a fan, as somebody who loves this franchise as far as this team, um, I want to see us win. That's it. You know, <laughs> I don't care if Michael Jordan comes out of retirement and him and Scotty Pippen <laughs> and Marquis Morris form a big three and win. I don't care. You know, as long as we win, man, I'm happy. I, I want to see wins here in D.C. I want to see a championship straight up. You know, I, I feel like I'm blessed, man, to be able to see a baseball World Series in my lifetime. Because, like I said, I was too young for the uh, – I'm not going to get the old name, but the Commanders. <laughs> you know, uh, I was too young for the, Nova, you know, the Super Bowls. And so to be able to see a championship 2019 with the Nats, that was, that was money, man. That was a, a really – Really fun time for so I want to see us win a championship. I want to really see the Wizards, you know, really strive to be a franchise who wants to compete for championships. You know what I'm saying? Because people forget, man. People have short memories, especially this this new generation. Um, they forget the Golden State used to be hot garbage. You know, and, I mean, they had their times when they went to the playoffs. You had your Baron Davises, but you know, they weren't a good organization, and it, and it took for a long time for them to really build their organization up to their dynasty now. You know, Cleveland, man, you know, so there's a lot of examples of, of teams and cities and franchises that are a small market who make it work and really build up to be a championship contender team. We can do it. It's just drafting's got to get better. Lord have mercy. Drafting's got to get better. Let's not even talk about Johnny Davis. Good God. But, you know, drafting has to get better. Um, you're not always going to fix that issue of free agents wanting to come here. D.C.'s not a real flashy city like New York City or L.A., you know, we and we, we try, you know, we got our clubs, man, but we just, we ain't like LA, man. But so it's, it's hard to attract people, but no, nah, I mean, I just want us to win. You know, that's it. If, if, if this is the core going forward, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to support it as best as I can. Um, And real quick, because I know I'm, I'm jabbering, Um, getting back to the Bradley Bill, it's just, I, I get it, man. It's just, he's got to be tacked. And it comes with being the guy, man. You know, you got to be tacked, man. When you're that top guy, reporters are coming to you first and they're trying like heck. That gets you to say something controversial. So he's got to stop falling into that trap, man. You know, stop. Just uh, so and, you know, that's where I'm at, man. Definitely, yeah. So we're gonna get a quick word from Brandon. We're gonna preview the next game. We'll probably do the hot takes on the next episode. We'll probably talk about it tomorrow. 
<laughs> My bad, man. I got a no, little school box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So the nice episode is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Now, if I'm going to compare to Aria, I'm going to compare it to Bradley Bill. You know, since he came back from injury, he has been electric. He has been brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful, and delivers on duality. Combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful but strong. The perfect SUV crossover. So the 2023 Aria packs pinned you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Calm. And that's Arya, just uh, like Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> Yes, sir. So the Knicks, let's look at their record here. They are the sixth seed. They are the team that we are looking to uh, take their spot in the Eastern Conference standings. They are 33 and 27. Julius Randle was an all-star. Jalen Brunson uh, was close to being all-star. Uh, R.J. Barrett has been solid for them this year. The last game, they just beat the Hawks 122-101, to 101, um, a team that we're trying to leave for and get that eighth spot. Quentin Grimes had six points. Jalen Brunson had 28. Julius Randle had 25 in that game. Jericho Sims has been starting for them. Mitchell Robinson most likely is going to be out. Um, Jericho Simpson was in the dunk contest. He was really awful in the dunk contest. Uh, and they just got Josh Hart. So they just traded for Josh Hart. That's a big addition. Um, so this, this is going to be a tough game. It's a Tom Thibodeau coach team. You already know it's always going to be a physical, physical game. The last time we did play the Knicks, we played them in New York. And we blew them out. Chris Evans had a good game. I think the, the, uh, the, the trio, the solid three, had a really good game just all around. I think Kuzma had a great game. Porzingis had a great game. Brad had a great oh, yeah. game. Oh, um, yeah. I think Denny had a solid game off the bench, too, if I'm not mistaken. Emmanuel quickly had 14 against the Hawks. Um, uh, Obi Toppin had 11. So uh, they're, they're a deep team. Right now, they don't play Evan Fournier. I think Derrick Rose is still on the team. I'm not sure if he's going to get bought out or not. Uh, but just looking at some of the numbers I pulled up for the Knicks, too, they're, they're, pretty, they're a pretty solid defensive team as well. They're, they're pretty high in defensive rating, too. I want to say they're, like, top 15. And, uh, they're, yeah, they're 15 in defensive rating. The Wizards 16th. They're 17 in defensive rebounding. Um, they're 29th in pace though, so they, they're a very slow, methodical team. They're 24th in block shots, so they don't block a lot of shots. Um, they don't give up a lot of points. They're like 10th in points per game allowed. So, uh, what are your keys to victory for this game? Ooh, I got three main keys, man. Number one, control mm-hmm. the paint. Control the paint. Mitch Robinson out of there. Look, Daniel Gaffer, KP need to control the paint. Uh, two, I want to see Monte push the paint, uh, push the pace, and drive the lane. And in turn, collapse the defense and lead to number three, three-point shooting. I want to see us be more fluent. Because like you said, de- defensive-wise, you know, they, they <laughs> I think we have a good chance to really, really win this game. But, you know, like I said, uh, Mitch Robinson's out. So I want to see Daniel Gafford eat in the paint. Um, I want to see Monte drive more. You know, he, he drives, he has his floater. But I want to see not just Monte, man. Um, I want to see everybody. I want to see us try to collapse his defense and lead to open shots. But, um. 
Yeah, that would be my main keys. And our prediction. Whoo. I'm going to roll with a dub, man. I think we come out the second half with some fire. I think we I think we get them. I think we win 109-102. This is a tough one. Um also want to give some numbers for the Wizards too. They're they're 14th in offensive rating right now, uh which is which is pretty darn good. They're 16th in defensive rating, which is an improvement from last year. I want to say they're like 20th or 25th. They're 17th in net rating for the season overall. Also since December 23rd, they're 7th in offensive rating, 10th in defensive rating, and 5th in net rating. So they, they've been playing some really good ball since Christmas. Um, but keys of victory, I, I basically piggyback off you. Um, Chris Apps, I don't see anybody that can really guard him against you know Jericho Sims. Uh, same thing with Daniel Gafford. I think they have to take advantage of the, of the paint. Um, Jalen Brunson, man, he's a guy that really has hurt the Wizards. When we played them in D.C. when they did beat us, uh, Jalen Brunson, I want to say he had like 28 or he went crazy in D.C. Jul- they did a good job on Jules Randle last game, too. Uh, he only had he had he had a very quiet game against the Wizards. They did a really good job against him. Um, but Josh, Hart, it's going to be a physical game. They're going to have to be ready to to get punched in the mouth. We a physical game. Josh Hart is a guy that killed that hurt us with the Blazers when the Blazers came back not too long ago. So I, I basically I'm with you on on all the keys to victory transition defense getting back. They're a slow methodical team, but they're just going to have to be ready uh, physically for the physicality in this game for sure. So rebound is going to be huge. Um, getting back on defense, cutting down on turnovers, uh, and knocking down threes because I think they're going to get some open looks, but they got to be ready to knock them down. Um, and then finishing the game strong, you know, Bradley, Bill, Kuz, Chris Apps, one of those guys are going to have to step up in the end of the game. So my my quick prediction, uh, I, I just I, don't, I have a weird feeling about this one. Um, I hate to I hate to be the Russian judge, but it did work last time. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do reverse <laughs> jinx where you picked them to win and then I picked them to lose against the Timberwolves. They ended up winning. Because uh, every time we both pick them to win, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna say they lose this game. But I, I got them winning against the against the Hawks. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but mm-hmm. I think they're gonna win because you said they're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we play the Bulls after actually. So I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we lose this one. But I, I got us beating the Bulls. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Bulls are a winnable game too. But I think that what the defining factor, I think you nailed the perfect point, man, is. Look, they're going to test you. They're going to try to go on a run. They're going to try to punch you in the mouth early. I think it's got to be a battle of attitudes, man. I want to see some attitude from this team because mm-hmm. this is a team that we could pretend, I mean, this is a playoff hopeful team like ourselves. So attitude, you know, pick them up at half court. Like they're, 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 they're a slower offense, man. Get in their face. Get nasty on defense, man. Really get an attitude, you know. I, I expect DeLon to come out there and really do his thing because, look, you know, uh, I know towards the end of the season we're going to talk about MVPs, man, but you got to kind of look at DeLon and how – much of an impact he's had on his team. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team, like you said, when he was out of the lineup, we struggled. His his effort, man, is just wow. So, yeah, I think that this is going to be a game where a lot of your under the radar players is what's going to win it. Delon is going his effort is going to kind of be the you know because they're going to focus on that solid three man, especially Coos. You know, Coos likes to you know likes to go out there and and, and try to score, man. So the solid three is going to have a lot of attention on them, man. So I think this is the perfect game for Denny. In the line, and maybe even Kendrick Nunn to come in and pick up that slack for first unit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Kendrick Nunn's gonna be huge, especially if Bradley Bill doesn't play. He is listed as questionable with knee soreness, so we'll see. Um, I did see on social media, he of course he went out of town for vacation, so not that that matters at all or anything like that, but uh, um, we'll see if Brad's available. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, would he hurt his knee on the airplane or like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see though, because he looked good in the Timberwolves game. So I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll see, man. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and roll out tonight, y'all. Um, appreciate y'all. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards our first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game comes to every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Now, again, we are very close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, so definitely show your boys some love, man. Like, subscribe, comment below, hit the notification button. Wherever you get your podcast, five-star review would be much appreciated. And Instagram and Twitter. Definitely check out me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver. We chop it up on game days and off days alike, man. So definitely appreciate you tonight. And everybody, everybody have a blessed night and see you next time. And peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.